0: Right now though, let's welcome the duo. We normally have one in the studio, one on the phone. What a privilege to have them both here in the one room. I'll start with Peter Sumich, four-time uh, sorry, two-time West Coast Eagles Premiership player and Tony McCall, a four-time Premiership coach. But Summer, good morning to you. Morning. Good to be here. Nice day for
1: it, isn't it? How how do you go as a golfer, Summer? I can
0: imagine you'd be a you'd be a good striker off the tee.
1: Look, I'm one of those blokes who will get one past the women's tee every now and then and one down the middle every now and then and plenty in the bush. Lefty. Yes, lefty, slice and hook. Okay, so I've got a bit of both. Bit of Phil Mickelson about you, then? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, I really enjoy my golf. Uh, I, I play, I do play a fair bit um, with my wife uh, Samantha. So we get around plenty of golf courses, and uh, especially down uh, Bustleton Way. Yeah, some nice golf courses down there.
0: Tony McHale, uh, what are your golfing qualifications? Good morning. I'm
1: a star mate, just oh. down the fairway.
2: <laughs> all, every, all day, every day. You know, I've got a camera. Straight down the middle. Please. I will
0: be. I will film you and your first shot off the tee, and I dare say it'll end up in one of those lakes or lagoons that are around this golf course. Uh, what's your golfing experience? You play every Thursday, don't you?
2: Yeah, I play nine holes at Point Walter. Love it, absolutely love it. Been doing it for a long time. Unfortunately, it hasn't been a lot of improvement over a number of years, Jacob. But nah, enjoy it, especially when you get days like today. It's a perfect day for it.
0: If you're a fair-weather golfer, today would be a day that you'd pick up the clubs and go to your local club. Um, Summer, I'll ask you first. We see the retirements of three Eagles greats this weekend. Uh, two will play, and Nick Natnui, unfortunately, injury stops him from being a part of
1: it. But uh, what a special moment it'll be tomorrow night when,
0: when those three get chaired off at the end of the game.
1: Yeah, no, great moment for the club in the sense. Uh, sad, but uh, great for the club to... You know, uh, see off three champions, um, and they've been terrific. The, the thing about it, they've been terrific people, and um, their characters. And I've I've talked about that a lot. They're, they've just been great over the period. I was there, and I think Tony would have been there as well when they first, all three of them came into the club. Uh, we were there as coaches, and to see them blossom and and play some terrific footy, and and two of them uh, play in a premiership was was great. Unfortunately, Nick missed out, but. Um, yeah, look, sad moment, but uh, a, a moment to rejoice and say, well done, boys, and uh, the crowd. Hopefully there's uh, 45, 50,000 there to see him off.
0: I'm sure there will be. Uh, Tony and Summa mentioned it there, that you, you were involved early in their careers when they first arrived in the club. I always love to get first impressions of people because whether we like it or not, we make first impressions. Mm. What were your first impressions of those three?
2: Amazingly enough, I had nothing to do with... And I've never met the man, um, Nick. Really, well, he came the year I think I left. Um, okay, not sure what year he started, but um, yeah. And look, you heard nothing but great reports about it. And ironically, you, you, in all the time I've been in and around football, I've never even bumped into Nick. But I'd love to meet You'd him. Come no off doubt. second best if you did. I yeah, think, so, yeah, and no doubt. And is what Summer just mentioned. Isn't it tragic when you think of a, an icon like him that missed that grand final? Mm. You know, it, it was amazing, really. And I think Gaff was the other one that missed that grand yeah, final Sheppard as well. And Shepard. Yeah. But, yeah, going back to the other two had heaps to do with them. And the irony was, was Luke, Luke Shuey. Luke Shuey came, that was the year of uh, the alignment, and Luke Shuey played at East Perth. That's how I got to know Luke. And he was absolute and I'm not bunging on because he's the one that we're highlighting but he was a remarkable young man he walked into the footy club and he was just so he just fitted in like a glove um, just his personality and even you could see at a very very early stage that when he was in there he had leadership qualities the way for a young man to walk into a footy club and encourage and fit in the way that he did and then play like. We were unfortunate in a way because the same thing happened in early in his career. He had a lot of injuries even early, and you know I used to pray every week that we were, we were, he was going to be fit and available. Um, but the games that he did play, you could see he highlighted it. And the thing that stood out most to me some, in those early days was the way he kicked the footy and 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 both sides of his body. He, at that waffle level, even at that early stage, he just sliced, you know, and he had that real power, low, flat, drop, punt, kick. And then on the other hand, <laughs> the most quiet, unassuming bloke that you'd ever meet in Shannon Hearn, and I remember Bunger, you know, like, it, weekly we would do our reviews with the defence, and Bunger would come in and go, book, let's go, let's get through it. And, and every little point that you'd point out to him, it was just a matter of simplicity he was just the most simplest person um and easiest person to get onto he never ever really got overawed by any situation any issue that he may have had he'd just walk away and quietly fix it but, yeah two absolute quality as as some said more so than their sporting prowess just two absolute quality men
0: Nick's a local, he grew up a West Australian, but both Shannon and, and uh, Luke are from interstate, uh, country South Australia for Shannon and, and Victoria for, for Luke. West Coast has an incredible ability to recruit players from interstate and keep them and have long careers. You've both been in the four walls of the club. What is it about West Coast, maybe different to some other interstate clubs where players come and go and return to their home state? Why do West Coast retain them so well, Summer?
1: Oh, look, they, they just do a lot of things right. It's as simple as that with, with the players, especially um, early on, in their careers, um, coming over the the way they uh, uh, look after them, um, they normally go out, Tony uh, billeted out where um, mm. they stay at uh, someone's house, we, we, you're talking about uh, an older couple for a couple of years, uh, normally they do that with the young kids, so they've got their meals they've got everything organised for them washing and, and all that, so virtually all the kid really has to do is rock up and uh, to training, do the right thing go home, he's got a nice bed and and all that type of stuff. So yeah, they do the right thing there. Then, outside of football, I think West Coast have always been a club where you know an interstate person can, and even Juddy can vouch for this. He he's probably done a lot of things outside of football with a lot of our sponsors or West Coast sponsors in the years. And so they look after you in that side at, at that side of it. So that that's probably the key why West Coast seem to keep these players, especially South Australians. We know Judy went back after six years, but Shuey stayed. He's a Victorian. So, yeah, just those little things, I think, because they're such a powerful club in that area. I think the great Lewis film is that we've got good-looking women. Geez, Tony, where'd you come up with that one on? Well, yeah, <laughs> what do you look,
2: you, look, you look at all the boys, they finish up, they, 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 they find a, a lovely partner and, and <laughs> get married and stay. And that, that, well, that's, well, look, that's
1: at, kind of uh, our weather is, you know, look mm. at today. Oh. Our weather is unbelievable too. Yeah. yeah, you know, even your pre-seasons. Juddy didn't do too bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He took it back to
0: the yeah. other
1: side yeah. of the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's
2: true. And look, and I think we shouldn't, Miss the fact, and it's this is certainly not. They've earned every penny that they've they've made these mm-hmm. blokes. But West Coast being fortunately a wealthy club too is that they could always offer, and 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 we all know it. Is it? You know the eastern states players probably get over the odds because of that fact, but West Coast are a fortunate club to be in that position to be able to do that.
0: Tony McHale, Peter Sumich here live from Gosnells Golf Club this morning ahead of uh, uh, Grake's eighteen holes of golf coming up in beautiful conditions. Uh, so Liam Henry is he going to be at Fremantle next year?
1: I don't think so. Uh, my my mail is and it's strong mail that there's three powerful Victorian clubs uh, chasing him. And I don't see him at the moment being at Fremantle now, unless he has a real, real late turnaround. Um, I think he's done and dusted. Uh, look, nine times out of ten, when when a player hasn't come out and it's taken yeah. this long, normally they do go. So I, I think he's gone, um, which is unfortunate. But um, that's the way things are. You know, uh, he's had a good year. But really, if we go back, he was probably made this decision probably early in the year when he wasn't getting a game. He was frustrated, and he said, well, nah, I'm going. Then he got a game, and he probably played a bit better than I thought, and everyone else thought, and even the club thought, and they've gone, oh, geez, now we've got a player, and they've jumped on board, but it's ball too late.
0: Yeah, well, last year, Blake Akers, uh, an offer mm. that wasn't deemed sufficient, uh, they lost Darcy Tucker, Griffin Logue, another offer that wasn't deemed sufficient, mm. so this is what you've been talking about a lot with, with Sean Darcy mm. and Luke Jackson, there's a lot of money to two Ruckman, and there's a lot of other money that's disappearing off the table.
1: Yeah, there is, and then you look at um, um, Darcy at the moment, and he's still a question mark, mm. Because it's just gone too quiet for my liking, Darcy. And I know he's contracted to the end of next year. But it's just gone very quiet. And you wonder whether things are happening behind closed doors with maybe him looking for a trade or maybe gussing it out to the end of next year. But he becomes a free agent. And I know Fremantle don't want him to get into the, the restricted free agency. And, and if that happens, they're in trouble. So they either got to sign him. Mm. Or let him go now to get something.
2: It's it's amazing though, like like one of the questions that was raised some during the week, um or even earlier last week, is that the amount of players overall that have left Fremantle, when you go, you know, one bobbed up again last week, ironically, and he's probably been, doldrums might be a bit strong, but haven't heard of him, is is, is Hogan. He bobs yeah, up, gets yeah, nine yeah. goals. And then you got Lockie Neal, who's pretty close to the best player in the competition. You just wonder, over that period of time, has that helped Fremantle to get to where they're at now, or have they lost out on... And, you know, there's criticism about the amount of players that left last year. Has that made the difference from their fall from 15 wins to eight this year? Yeah, in
1: saying that, look, what they've done, they've got a list that's very young, and you hope that... It's going to bring them something yep. in the years to come. And that's the path they chose to to take. And by losing those players and maybe more, we'll wait and see, Tony. Because next year, if they don't make date next year, the Wolves will be at the door. Absolutely, they will. I'd love to chat footy all day with
0: you, but it looks like we're starting some golf. So we better let you go. Good luck to both of you.
1: Thanks, mate. Thanks, Jacob.
0: That's Peter Sumich, Tony McHale here. They're preparing to play a round of golf here for the Gosnells, uh, the Gosnells uh, Golf Club for the Minus Mindset Golf Day.